Previously, on Attempted Adventure. I took a lifetime away from myself. We will help you kill that guy. There is a bird witch who lives in the cursed swamp of Saphiel's Fall. You hear... <laughs> it is the fucking swamp episode of Avatar. You see a very small wooden man. We gotta kill that thing. The arrow flies through his mouth, shattering the back of his head open. Now he's the throat goat. Bonjour, are you Ecrivé by chance? Yes. Would you give us a crystal, please? I don't know where I put him. I would like to cast divination. Beneath the writing desk where her legs would go is a loose board. (gasps) You see a small wooden chest in there. Open it. There's crystals in there. I found the crystals! Oh, Uh-oh. wait, really? Do you have any idea where we can find the others? The secret keeper definitely knows that you're doing that and does not like it, and she will find you and do something about it. Oh. Do you have any idea where Echo is? He liked to spend a lot of time on a trading post island past the Dragon Coast. We're going sailing! adventurer are you ready to give it a try so the very very last thing that happened was at the end of the last session um Ekerve told you guys that she knew echo liked to spend a lot of time on a trading post island past the listelia sea isla's parents own a boat in the port in her hometown so that's your best bet to reach the trading post what was the name of the hometown did we give one we did not give one do you have okay. one you never mentioned it in your backstory so if you'd like to make one up i'm seeing if i wrote one in my my notes. Mm, I did not. Should name it after your new D and D character, Peepaw or whatever it Meepop. was. Meepop. Ah, the famous Listethria port of Meepop. 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 Allie's hometown is a surfing and fishing town. I love that surfing is big business here. Oh, I can't wait to. Her parents own a surf shop. I know. I love that surfing is big business here. I can't wait for Mido to roll to surf. Roll to surf. What do you think it would be named? Trying to think what Malibu was backwards. Ubalam. 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 Is it Ubalam? Ubalam. Ubalam. All right. Ubalam. Gross. Awful. <laughs> We're going to Ubalam. I, was, I, was... I didn't name it. I was just yeah. saying. <laughs> <laughs> I was rushing to try to come up with a rocket power reference, but I wasn't fast enough. Uh, so Ubalam, we're really going with that? No, please. No, we're not. Okay. Um, I liked it. We can pronounce it Ubilam. Ubilam. Um, it's not getting better. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I actually, I don't, I don't care. Name it whatever. What if it's just called Hawaii? Like, 
We already it's, have France. We have North Fantasy South Long sea. Island. What if it's just Malibu? Malibu. I'm from Malibu. What if it's just Malibu? Like there's. But it's it's M A H, L A B O O. No, Mal- it's B A U X. Malibu. <laughs> Malibu. <laughs> so what? M A. Like. In, according to string theory, everything exists somewhere. So there's like a fantasy world where Malibu also exists there in addition to here. All right, I don't fine. Think that's what string theory says at all. In the first season of Pokemon, they go to Las Vegas. <laughs> Just straight up Las Vegas? That's canon. Like in addition to the magical Pokemon realm, there's, there's also, also Las Vegas. Las Vegas. Hell yeah. So Malibu, M A H L I B E U X, is that it? Sure. Malibu. 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 Yeah. Malibu. Uh, not France. France. Not Malibu. 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 All right. So, Ali remembered that uh, Isla's parents own a boat in her in the port in her hometown of Malibu. So that's your best bet for reaching the trading post. Um, and you were about to take a long rest in Ecrave's Tower. You had, at one point in the conversation, mentioned possibly going back to Conistry to Mammoth from Conistry to Malibu. So, yeah. That's where we begin. So we took our long rest? Not yet. Oh. You just got your crystals from Ecrabae. So we're still at Ecrabae's? Mm-hmm. All right. I want to look at the crow that I had befriend her and be like, hey, I leveled up and I actually switched out a spell and now I can talk to animals. So how do you feel about being her friend? <laughs> I love that this is the reason you picked this spell. Uh... The crow kind of looks at you and crooks its head a little bit and then uh, looks over at Ecrave again, who looks hopeful at it. Uh, and it looks back at you and it kind of almost as if it could shrug with its wings. It's like, I like having friends. Oh, nice. What's your name? <laughs> John, John. John, John. John, John. Quick, Jamie, new NPCs, quickly. John, I'm John, John. John, John the crow. John, John the crow? Yeah. All right, I'm going to let. Hey, Ecrave I like shiny know. things. Oh, all right. Ekrevek. Ooh, yeah. personality. His name's John John, and he likes shiny things. Oh, great. <laughs> well, she's a bird. She can probably fucking talk to John John herself. <laughs> you don't know. Um, Yeah, John John the crow, and he likes all right shiny things. I dap him up. Same, He daps John you back. John. Yeah. Wait, how? <laughs> with a foot. <laughs> with, with a little. Oh, with the foot. I was picturing the wing. I think it's the, cl- I think it's the little. Definitely the talon. Yeah. yeah. Um. What are the sleeping arrangements? Are there beds? Is she just like, all right, take a spot on the floor? Well, you have your box. Oh, right. Where's Goon? Goon into the box? I think Goon was in the box. You did not travel through the swamp with Goon. Who has the box? I was wearing it. I just listened to it, yeah. Hell yeah. Um, I put the box down. Okay. Get on in there? I get on in there. Are we playing D&D or? (laughs) I I don't know. Hey, you get on in there? I go in there and I try to find Goon. Oh, uh, yeah, Goon's fully in the kitchen. Is he making Goon? He's looking through a book. Nice. What book? He knows Cook, how to read. A cookbook. We oh. established this yeah, a long time ago. We did. I didn't know you could read. What time is it? I got um, Harry Potter scar on his head. You've probably like sat around <laughs> chatting with Ecrevace for a while, so it's probably around like nine-ish. At night? Yeah. Uh, yeah, JP goes into the box. Okay. And finds his usual Billy crevice also to sleep in. Goes into the box. <laughs> okay. Out of the box. Who has the crystal pieces? Have we established that? 
Or has it just been like the group has acquired them? I don't know if you've said who has them. Not me. I found them with her. Yeah. So I'd say that probably Billy has them. Okay. Who has the one from Pops, Billy? Sure. Okay. I think I did go with uh, Mido to go and get the crystal from Yeah, I believe him. you. I don't oh, remember. Yeah. I did say crystal please. Crystal please. Crystal please. All right, so I guess I got all the crystals. Hell okay. yeah. I'm holding a lot of power right now. I have no idea. You sure are. <laughs> I'm not I'm not in the box because I have no sense of social skills and also there's no one outside watching the box. So I'm just like goon style sitting. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Dead eyed. Want me just, to send them up just to you? Hanging out with Ekrave. You know, if you remember, that's fine, but if you don't, I'll just sit here. Goon's busy. <laughs> so getting new tattoos. Yeah. Those of you who are in the box, you are taking your long rest. Yes, yes, ma'am. Okay. And Mido, you're taking your short rest out of the box in Ekrave's tower? Yeah, watching, you know, nice. trancing. Yeah, she's she goes about like she's working on a set of watercolor portraits of uh, this other heroic story that's happening uh, somewhere else in the world. Um, and she's kind of like lightly making conversation with you before she realizes that you are trying to trance off and get your long rest in. Um, after which she quietly call, like quiets down and just goes about her work happily. I like insecurely ask her about the people she's painting. How many dragons did they tame? Oh, they 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 didn't tame any dragons. They actually did a great service to their nation, um, in like a political kind of sense. It, oh. it wasn't like a fighting monsters kind of adventure for these folks. So like they did ever threw a spear and then ran alongside it at the exact same speed. I doubt. These people did that. No. Interesting. Yeah. Huh. Cool. Okay. Just wondering. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. You guys are taking your long rest in the box. Morgan is uh, off taking a nap somewhere. Uh, kind of has nothing else to do other than think about the things he just remembered and look through his shit. Uh, and Mido, you are trancing. <clears throat> Can you roll a wisdom saving throw for me, please? Oh, no. Yeah. Six. As you drift into your trance, you sleep with your eyes open. What do you think? What do you think it's like when Mido trances? Do you think he's like having vivid dreams? Do you think he's kind of seeing the world around him in a kind of a hazy way? Yeah, I think his vision blurs slightly, and then the uh, m- music from the me creator menu <laughs> starts to play quietly. Wow. Oh, okay. Okay, so I'm gonna get copyright struck. Yeah, Matt is like perfectly on key enough that we get copyright Um, yeah. So you you kind of trance off a little bit. The the vision of Ekrave moving around in the background kind of hazes out as like visions of your adventures kind of sweep over your eyes uh, in kind of like almost like a superimposed kind of way and an hour or two into your trance you start to see something else moving around that is of a different color and a different contrast to the room than Ekrave is um and it's it's a little less hazed out but it's fuzzy in a different way like an astral kind of way uh and you watch as it approaches you cautiously hood over its face and starts rifling through your bag 
uh, where it pulls out the notes that you've been taking on your adventures that you recently got notarized by the council in Golden Sun. And it's kind of flipping through them. Uh, and I think it, it sees your head turn and watch it look through these notes and it looks up at you, notices that you're aware of what it's doing, though you're still in a trance, snaps its fingers and vanishes. We just got robbed. That's the secret keeper. That's the secret keeper. <laughs> Did, oh, like a bird? Oh, secret keeper's coming for the crystals. I Secret okay. keeper's going to get got well, by me. Are my papers there? Do you wake up and check? Yeah. Yeah, you wake up, you look through your bag, nothing has been touched. Oh, I hate it. Um Oh, so your notes are fine? Is Ekrave like astral. still awake? Mm-hmm. She's at her desk. I ask her if she'll watch the box. And I got I gotta go talk to Morgan. Oh yeah, is everything okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's not a confident, yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay, I go I go tell Morgan that He's I like had a bad dream. I, I had a bad dream, Mom. <laughs> do you actually do you I walk into the, ba- the box yelling? Um. Yeah, I'm just yelling for Morgan. Yeah, I think that probably wakes you all wherever you fall asleep, say. unless you're out of the way enough. You think? I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> and you find Morgan uh, asleep, like slumped in his chair at his desk. He's fallen asleep reading something. I thought this dude didn't sleep. Now I feel a little guilty. Uh, yeah, and it wakes him up as you enter the house, screaming for him, and he's like, "What? Hey!" What's what's going on? Oh, sorry. I thought you didn't sleep. Now I feel kind of guilty. Well, I, I'm like a dude. I I do sleep. Yeah, kinda. I mean, you know what just I mean. Just guys being dudes. Just guys <laughs> being dudes. I tell him that I, I tell him that I saw a scary, bad dream. Okay. Well, <laughs> what do what, what what? <laughs> scary bad dream, man. I just yeah, I tell him what I saw, and I assume like in the context of an elf trance as opposed to sleep, he knows kind of that it's probably not just a bad dream, right? Uh, I'm actually gonna make a. Yeah, how much does Morgan know about elf trances? <laughs> what do we think that would be intelligence? Yeah, I'm assuming you're relaying to all of us too as we've wake it, we've woken. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. I yeah. W- yeah, I wake up. And I'm also like clutching my bag, like. Yeah. Fucking no more ghosts. This is like middle of the night. Don't uh, need any more ghosts critting yeah, my writing. Yeah, it's probably around 11-ish now. Okay. Morgan got an 18 on that intelligence check. Um, and he, he kind of says, well, yeah, I guess you're you're not fully unconscious, but you're also not fully conscious when you're trancing. So it's possible for someone to kind of astrally project into your subconscious if that were something a very powerful magic user could do, I guess. And you said that it... Could they astrally project into my bag? Huh? And read my shit? You said that it rifled through your bag, but then your notes were fine? Yeah. There's like a thin veil of an astral plane that kind of sits on top of ours. Ew. So, like, if you astrally project, you can go, like, kind of float around but usually like not even novice to intermediate astral projectors can not touch things is like a whole part of the deal so if this thing was touching your stuff this so he's like a really good 
Say, yeah, if this person is doing that, then yeah, they're mm. they're really good at that. And they're afraid of me, and that's why they beelined to my diary about how badass I am? Mm. No, I don't think that that's it, buddy. Ah, oh. That does raise an interesting point. Uh, how much exaggeration do you do in that diary? Because uh, I wonder what that person just found out. All 100% factual. <laughs> I am very badass. How... Do you think the Secret Keeper would have this kind of power to astrally go in between the mm. realms? I say to Talos and Morgan, one of the group, pretty much, because uh, Ekrave said that the Secret Keeper does not like that we have been talking about mm. our quest. Yeah, so every guardian in their domain has like a special connection to the thing that they're in charge of. So like... Ekrave has a special connection to the stories that are meant to be like told for centuries and so on. So she gets those as like a stream straight to her head in real time. And like Echo collects the prayers of all the people in his domain and those go straight to him. So if the secret keeper's whole thing is making sure that information about the guardians and the gods is not being leaked, if someone were to write a very detailed account of the guardian Oops. and what she's doing. I know you <laughs> diligent bitch. <laughs> the secret keeper might take issue with that and could supposedly then like react to that accordingly using whatever power she's granted by the gods. Mm. But what? Okay. Well, can I? Can I read the thing? It's a first draft. <laughs> you did, though, show it to the entire Council of Elders in the Golden Sun Capitol. First you literally got an affidavit. Okay. Don't look at me while you read it. You hand it out? Yeah. All right. Uh, what does it say, generally? It's just, like, written in the context of me, you know, <laughs> telling the other elves that I'm accomplishing things it's like a resume kind of like not i'm not a failure it's yeah, the here's the proof it's the squidward song from spongebob the musical Honestly, the most prescient political commentary of our time. <laughs> just several pages of mido being like and then i threw the spear and i ran <laughs> alongside it yeah but it does it does mention like this weird bird came down from the stars and we were helping her get back into her yeah in the context of how important you are what i'm doing mm -hmm. is world ending stakes roll a oh. fuck <laughs> i want you to roll an intelligence check roll an author check we'll see how well this book sells <laughs> uh 13 and now roll a charisma Ooh, that one's better uh 3 what this book or these th this writing it it really wants to make you look cool, Mido, but it's just, it's not, it's a little preachy and a little, a little attention grabby. Just, just an opinion. Also, <laughs> you do say a whole lot about me and my whole deal in here. Well. But not necessarily like in the full context of what I'm going through. It is from your perspective. So. That may be a that may be a helpful thing for us. How much uh how much did the uh, 
creepy person read before you saw them and they dropped it. They just sort of flipped through it. They just sort of flipped through it. I grab his book. Um, was there a fire burning anywhere? Fireplace? Uh, yeah, Morgan's got a little one going. I toss it in the fireplace. Ah! Sorry. That, I'm sorry, Mido, but that was probably the right move. Aha! That may be the first time anybody has <laughs> ever said that to me. This was the first draft, so I was going to rewrite it anyway. No, Whatever don't do that. I would really highly recommend against doing that, actually. It's, oh. it's enough that you all have thoughts and memories about this and that we've occasionally accidentally said guardian to passersby. Oh, yeah, we have done that, huh? Oops. Oops. The guardians were supposed to be known by the people, no? I'm they not... were supposed to pray to them and do things. It's all very unclear if we're being completely honest. I was just sort of put in the loom. Like, we got the orientation and we have got put in the loom. Mm. I missed the whole section about, like, for and of the material-based guardians. Well, you know what they say. The early bird gets the information, so I guess we did not uh, did not live up to that. Technically, am I not the earliest bird? And you were still wow. late for the information Ew. session. I didn't have to go to it. <laughs> uh, you guys continue like this kind of like back and forth about the whole thing. And Morgan's kind of like, so listen. Is it possible that the secret keeper is going to be coming after them soon? Uh, yeah. And Talos kind of looks over at the book burning in the fireplace. And she says, it's more like a zine. <laughs> Well, we've eliminated the primary thing that she seemed to be looking for, if it was her who astrally projected for Mido. Um, so hopefully that that destroys the main link that she was following to find us. So from here on out, let's not write anything else down about the misadventures of this little group. I grab my journal out of my bag and I toss it on the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Mido, that was a stupid decision. <laughs> okay. Anybody else have, like, a secret diary they're writing? I do not. No. <laughs> JP could not care less okay. about but sentimentality. The fact that the secret keeper can astral project through our, like, you know, whatevers, I, like, look at Morgan, and I hand, like, I kind of hold out the crystals, and I'm like, should this be in a more secure place than on our person? Oh, like in the box. Oh, I can put, uh, yeah, I can put it in the box that the orb was in if you want. Orb yeah, box. Yeah, I just want to protect the box. I don't want, if the secret keeper was rifling through Mido's stuff, he could rifle through all of ours. Yeah, for sure. Yes. Um, Here, he uh pulls the box out from under his desk and holds out the open lead box for you. Cool. I put, put him in there. Plum. Yep. Uh, you put him in there and he's like, should we all know where they are or should only one of us know where they are? What makes the most sense? Give him the goon. If we all know where they are, then it's not a secret. So, I guess that's true. Is that, is that how the is that how the secret keeper works? Well, I'm unclear. I'm not totally sure. <laughs> if they're hidden inside the chest, it doesn't matter that much because you just steal the chest, right? Yeah, but well, you, yeah, it's but not it's... like the secret keeper took anything. And also they would have trouble opening it because only Morgan knows how to open it, right? Something like flesh memory. I don't remember how he opened that box. Flesh memory? <laughs> Whatever. The, the iron box? I thought like yeah, the box that the orb was in, he had he like... He had to touch it to yeah. open it. Or yeah, something. we all had to... No, no, wait. No, no that was, was the orb. 
Not the box. Oh, okay. Yeah. I don't know. He I don't was know how it works. he was undoing the modify memory spell when he was grabbing the orb, and you okay. were all able to be there to watch him reabsorb mm. his memories. All right, fair. Neither of the chests require. Don't remember how the MacGuffins work, Jesus. <laughs> Neither of the chests require a certain person to open them. Okay. Um, but he does say, "Well, we can put them in a safe place in here, and then I can carve a few extra runes into the outside of this chest." Hot. So maybe that'll help out a little bit. Um, so I'm about to give away a pretty big secret of mine here. Okay, everybody? Oh. oh Morgan what? and Taylor, er, Morgan. Mido and Talos, can you move the couch? Okay. You guys pick up the couch and move it across the room. Uh, and he begins rolling up the tattered rug that's across the floor. Nice. And you see a big hatch in the floor. And Badass. he pulls it up. Uh, and there's, like, a bunch of, like, pickled apples in there and documents and stuff yeah he's got just like a bunch of stuff stored down there and he puts it in he puts it in the little cellar and he puts some papers on top of it so we all know where it is but it's in the box in the house under the couch i don't do magic can you do like a bubble of like you can come here I could put a couple warding spells over it, yeah. Neat. But I, I think that, that it'll be a little counterproductive if I'm putting them on the outside of the box, too. Don't Can we put, like, a bear trap? Oh, bear trap. That's <laughs> bear trap? We walk through here. No, next to the box. All right, yeah. So, like, if you stand there, <laughs> like, Hey, you know those things where, like, a bunch of darts shoot out of the wall? When you, you know what those? I'll do? I'll put that thing that I had attached to the house so when you knocked on the door, that giant skull came out. But I'll put it right here so if she tries to open the nice. thing, it'll blow up in her face. Oh, I like that. That's good. So, yeah, he sets that up. Uh, he kind of carves a couple runes into the hatch itself and goes out of the box, carves a couple into the chest itself and uh, goes about coming back down oh, i feel nice. like he hasn't been out of the box in a long time yeah it's been a while what do you think her house is messy yeah it's kind of stinky like mine's bad but no, it's that's a, a that's a hard deal. well i think more like a crazy artist who's constantly getting a flow of what she needs to make next yeah this is true all right i'm going back to bed okay uh, pleasant dreams i'll go see what goon's up to i will yeah. After we save the world, will you come back and tell the elves that was badass? Of course I will. Thank you. Sorry, now I'm going y'all. to bed. I just took a sleeping pill. Yeah, I'll ask David <laughs> anything you want me to, Mido. Thank you. Yeah, sorry to dash your dreams of... Fine, I don't care. Great. Okay. Do you go back out of the box to finish your trance, or do you do it in here? Yeah, I'll watch the box. Okay. Unless Goon goes before me, but I won't ask him to go, you know? Yeah. Um... So Goon is hanging out in the kitchen with Morgan. You go back up out of the box and Ecrave kind of turns and looks at you as you come out and she's like, sorry, I saw I saw it all. It's just kind oh. of a thing that happens to me. Oh, I'm sorry. Hey, I think you did the right thing, though. Burning it all. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. Sorry, guy. I'm like, Ecrave, do you really think that? You love keeping records of stories. I am allowed to keep records of stories. Okay, Because it's my whole thing. But I'm out here in the middle of a cursed swamp for a reason. Mm. That's fair. So, yeah. Anyway, good night. Uh, and you guys finish off <laughs> your long rest. I guess a good deed is its own reward. <laughs> <laughs> yup. Good night. And you guys uh, finish off your long rest. Uh, and you awake in the morning, Mido, to the smell of freshly brewed coffee and mm. baking biscuits. Mm. And ale. 
Freshly brewed. Ale. I mean, no. Coffee ale, my favorite. <laughs> sure. Uh, so what is the order of operations this morning? What's going on? Push-ups, squats, pull-ups. God. Cossack squats. Frog jumps. Breakfast. Huh. How about you guys? Breakfast. Breakfast. That's it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you've all come out of the box and you're eating breakfast with Ecrave? Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Um, is Goon with you? Um. Or is, did you leave him in the box? Probably I don't think in the, the box. box. He doesn't eat. You're right. That's I'm, true. I'm done drawing on him for the night. <laughs> <laughs> Isla has just drawn a beautiful portrait on the back He's of He's all tatted. <laughs> he looks like Machine Gun Kelly. That's sick. He has oh, a little, eye, uh, little uh, teardrop. teardrop. Oh, my oh, God. God. Oh, Goon has never killed a man. Um, Spiderweb elbow. Damaged so he- on his forehead like the Joker. Uh, so yeah, this you're all kind of hanging out with Ecrave. She's cleared some space off of one of the many work surfaces in her house, and you're all sitting with her, enjoying your coffee and breakfast, and she's kind of asking you about some of the more emotional details about your story so far, because obviously she only sees it at face value. And as you're talking, everybody make a perception check, please. A vibe check? Oh, no. Dirty 20. Okay. Eight. Wow. 18. 11. Critical fail. Critical fail. 11. 18. 18. Dirty 20. Taylor's got um, 11 also. Nice. Um, As you're talking, JP, you kind of feel the hairs on the back of your neck stand up before you start hearing a very familiar sound washing over oh. you. And then Isla, you hear that same sound before you all see a wave of red static sweep the room and Talos looks at Ecrave who looks over all of you and Ecrave says oh this is it oh I'll be watching hey good luck everybody and Talos says we're finally doing it great okay I'll be there uh and you all kind of he draws his rapier you all kind of snap to a brightly lit neon city uh and you are in a completely different neighborhood than you were before, but you are in modern New Storia. Wait, so we moved oh, in New time Storia and like space? Half the country. Oh, no, it's huge. No, the swamp oh. is just really close to Mark on King's Land. Oh, I understand. Would you like me to send you the map again? Yes. Yeah. Oh, is this is is it on the same city map? Uh huh. Okay. Um. So if you actually open Roll Twenty, I'm gonna move you over to the New Storia map. So. Where you have just appeared is at the far bottom left corner of this map. You are in a residential, like, multi-story apartment building area that is just beaten to crap. And you're right near that other power plant that charges most of the lower two-thirds of the city. Where were we on this map the first time? Way extreme upper right, right? Uh, Yeah, you were kind of close to... Uh, actually, not extreme upper right, but kind of towards the center because you were beneath the city. And then you traveled through the sewers to get far right before you surfaced. It was the sewers, though. That was like our method of transportation. Yes, yep. Okay. So Talos is kind of like... Wow! As she looks around, everybody make a perception check. Nine. Five. Seventeen. Thirteen. Nine, five, seventeen, thirteen. So, you all, first of all, see that you are above ground. You are in your 
old timey adventuring gear. The box is not with you, and neither is Ecrave. Talos is. Talos is. Is Morgan? Nope, Morgan was in the box. Goon. Um, okay. Goon. Time of day? Same time? Uh, yeah, it's, er- it's early-ish morning. Uh, it, there don't seem to be many cars in the streets or any of those metal chariots that you had seen before in the streets. Um, yes, please go with the lore, please, James. There are very few people in the streets, uh, and those who do seem to be out don't seem to be looking at you. But, Billy, you got a 17? Yeah. You see... There are these crazy, like, bright, shining billboards everywhere with moving photos, like, depicting different things. Uh They seem to be advertisements for, like, this strange thing called toothpaste. There's advertisements (laughs) for this strange thing called insurance. Insurance. Uh, And you see... No jingles, no mascots? No jingles, no mascots. I don't know. Uh, And you see, cycling over... Almost every single one of these billboards scattered in your eyeline. Photos of Tolith and Marcy, the Red Ravens, and another woman you don't recognize. And it says, set for execution for crimes against the state. And then cycling after those are a photo of Orid and another few Red Ravens that say enemy number one. Billy is holding the mug of coffee and <laughs> I have a fork in my hand and it's like our friends do you guys know those people yeah yes. we do yeah. well that can't be great do you think uh, uh we left before shit went down didn't we finished sabotaging the plant yeah, and we d- then we disappeared. Yeah, you, we yeah, were on you a high did, note. Everyone there yes. was like doing good. You did your section of the mission perfectly fine and got back in yes. time. Okay. To, and you were leaving room for the other group to use that distraction to do their thing. Obviously, they did it. So keep in mind, it's been almost a month and a half, two months since that happened. Yeah. Okay. So a lot could have happened between then and now. Um, looking up at the billboard. I think JP is like, uh, I think we have to go find uh, our allies from before. <gasps> Are we going on a future adventure? Oh, dear God, yes. Please Mido don't is, remind me. Mido's already pulling his My Chemical Romance t-shirt out of his pack, getting changed up. Uh, Harry Styles shirt already on. Lead okay. pipe. Cool. You guys are all changing over into your other yep. gear. Talos is like, I can't. I don't. That's hey. fair. Uh, she pulls her hood yeah, up over her say, head. Does she still have her cloak. Okay. Yeah. So she pulls her hood up over her head, and she's like, "What do you? What do we do? How do we find them?" Well, they have sensors for magic. Yeah, that's gonna be a problem, I think. Yeah. Uh, just don't do magic. Okay. That's kind of my thing. Yeah, I'm kind of no, don't like do it. it. <laughs> we're kind of made of it a little bit. We know where they were before, but I don't know if they'll still be there. It's worth it's a, a shot. Place to stealth. Yeah. Okay. I'm following your lead, given the circumstances. All right, so where are we now? Yeah, you said bottom Bottom right. left. Bottom those, left. Jesus Christ. So, so those bottom left two. Are we on the bottom two, like, blocks mm-hmm. uh, directly next to the power plant? Yeah, you're kind oh. of in between those two blocks, so you're about a block away from that power plant. What was the sewer entrance? It wasn't just, like, a manhole. Yep, you climbed out of a manhole to oh, get onto the street. Okay. Yep. Um, There's were rats down there. Yeah, I guess 
JP looks around for like an alley or something with sewer, like some manhole, something that looks like it leads to a sewer system. I'll make an investigation check. Uh, three. Okay. Um, you are having a hard time recognizing or really remembering what the manhole looked yeah. like because you climbed out from beneath it. Uh, and then you were kind of awestruck by the streets above you. Does anybody else want to take a look yeah. around and see what's going on? I want to investigate. 16. Ugh. 15. 13. Billy, about a half a block north of you, you see that same kind of round manhole cover in the middle of the street that you had climbed out of to get onto the street from the sewers before. Zip, zip. <laughs> That's me. What'd you like, say? <laughs> <laughs> look at that. Oh. Okay. Yeah, you draw everybody's attention to it. What does that mean? I don't know, to be honest. Um, We're in the middle of broad daylight. I, I was going to say, uh, should we should we uh, perhaps hide somewhere until it is uh, late enough to sneak into the sewers? You or... We're like on the sidewalk, yeah? Uh, No, you kind of popped into the middle of the street, actually. Okay. Uh, JP scoots his way off onto the, the sidewalk. sidewalk. Okay. Are there sidewalks? Mm-hmm. This could be a very pedestrian, unfriendly city. I don't know. Nope, there this are sidewalks. Only roads. <laughs> There's only, this is a car city. Um, and yeah, as you guys, as you guys scoot onto a sidewalk and are kind of like looking between the buildings, you see that there is like a cordoned off what seems to be a construction area um, where it's been like jackhammered down into the concrete and there is access like a straight nice. jump down into the sewer. All right, cool. Oh. That's convenient. One at a time. It is convenient. <laughs> One at a time. What do we do first? Down into the sewer? Oh, wait. I'm going to... How Will far you... is the drop? Sorry. Uh, It seems to be about eight feet. Oh, okay. I feel like if we get into it in daylight, uh, that'd be ideal because the were-rats might be sleeping. Oh, is this They're true? probably oh, nocturnal. Yeah. Okay. Let's go for it. How many people are around? Not many. Like two. All right, we kill them and jump into the sewer. <laughs> uh, do you want to make an insight check to see if they'll notice you? Mm-hmm. Or if they're even paying attention? Two. Nine. Nine. Eighteen. One dude is pissing on a building, and the other one is yelling at a traffic cone. They're drunk. In we go. All right. <laughs> so you guys jump down into the sewer. Let's do, let's just do straight up survival checks across the board. We'll do two, one to get halfway there, and one to get full there. Um. And yeah, if anybody just rolls above a 16 or higher, you will be able to get it. 21. Six. One. I have a 18 and then a seven. So I'm gonna just going to take all your first rolls for the first whole thing. Um, Mido and Billy are able to guide you about halfway there um, to a point that isn't recognizable, but you all kind of feel like you're getting there. Uh, and do a second roll, everybody. Oh, I already did a second roll. Ten, I know, it was five. a second. Did you do a second roll? Yeah, I got an 18. Yeah, Mido is able to kind of recognize the structural kind of markings of these sewers, and he guides you to that big ribbed tunnel that you had first crawled through to get to the sewers the first time you came here. Okay. Um, and as you come through, you find yourselves met with that big makeshift iron gate that they had put on it to um, keep it locked. I knock. Hello. Make a perception check. Just yeah, I was Mike. gonna say, does it look like anybody's out there? Yeah, go ahead, everybody. Dirty twenty. Eight. Twenty-one. Twelve. Billy and Isla, you kind of are behind 
JP and Mido and JP and Mido you see that it is chaos down here but as fast and chaotically as everybody is moving there's not a lot of sound carrying seems like everybody's kind of trying to keep their voices hushed like but it's definitely all like people the rebels that we rolled with it seems like it yeah the 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 encampment kind of seems the same and it almost seems from your perspective to have spread out a little bit uh jp gives a sharp like finger in the mouth whistle okay nice you see one of the people who had been in the room with you when orid first gave you the breakdown of the plan to sabotage the power plant the first time you were here sees you and like kind of takes a second to look at you through the shadow and then recognize you and runs over. And she's like, oh, yeah, oh. we're back. We don't know Ezel. Please Hello. Hello. How much time has it been? Okay. How long has it been? It's been like a month and a half or two months, maybe. Oh, Typical. Okay. So, so we're on parallel yeah. timelines. Yeah, it's I don't. OK. Uh, and she like uh, unwraps and unlocks the, the chains and uh, opens the gate for you and then closes it behind you. Um. And you look at her and she is wearing the Red Raven's robes, which not everybody was wearing the last time you were here. Right. Um, pretty much only Orid and the people who were out on his mission with him when you first met him were wearing them. And she looks at you all and Talos kind of steps forward and she's like, oh, my God, you are. Wow. Oh, right. This is cool, you guys. Should have told you that you're um, like a god to these people. They're all wearing the robes now. Yeah, a lot of the people down here are wearing the robes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, this is like your number one fan club, Talos. Yeah, I forgot to tell you. Actually, oh. they don't know her by name, do they? Nope. They just know her as the Harbinger of Change. Uh, guys, we uh, found the Harbinger of Change. What? It's, she's right here. Look, the big bird. That's, is that me? Yeah, oh, yeah she's you. talking it's, about you. Her name is Talos. Everyone say hello, Talos. Are you sure it's a great idea to introduce them to me as a deity? We just had this whole conversation about not telling oh. you yeah, about we're in the future. If the secret keeper has problems with us here, I don't know what we're going to do. It does not matter. Okay, do you guys want to, like, find your friends, or? I think we did. Okay, uh, and she, like, waves, and it's not really garnering as much attention as you would have hoped. There's kind of nobody walking around near the tunnel. Everybody seems to be over there. Uh, and the woman who unlocked the grate for you says, like, it's been, like, a while. You guys just sort of up and disappeared in the middle of the night. Yeah, as you. quickly as we came. We told you how we got here last time. Well, okay, so... Come talk to Orid, because this is way above my pay grade. Wait, I thought he was going to be executed. No, no he's just was, number he one enemy. One, yeah, he's wanted. Tolith oh. and Marcy are due to be executed. Yeah, Shit. so so she leads you to... Um, Tolan Marcy and unnamed woman. She leads you to kind of like the center of the Red Ravens camp, where they've set out big tables, and they're kind of doing all of the planning work out in the open, rather in that than in that one little room they had been doing it before. Um, and you see people running back and forth between the buildings, um, between some other sewer grates and things like that. Uh, everybody make a perception check. Great fail. Ten. Six. I'm choosing a new Thirteen. Guy. It's utter chaos down here. You kind of can't make out anything anyone is saying. Um, but you do see a lot of people running up to Orid and running away with like information and things like that. Uh, and as he like turns around, his hands are on his hips and he seems like so in the zone when he sees you, it kind of takes him a minute to break from that and like realize that you're really here. And he rushes over to you guys and, and starts shaking your hands and he's like, what the ever living fuck is going him. on? We don't know either. We surely don't know. We just woke up in a field after uh, we were last here. Yeah. Are you guys like, okay? Are you all good? You just right. sort of... 
We are, we are as good as we get. It is kind of normal for us now. So. Mentally broken. Yes, Physically okay. Jesus. Incredibly powerful. Okay. <laughs> we uh, are substantially stronger than the last time we were yeah. here. Yeah. Uh, and as you're kind of talking to him, he looks up and sees Talos. Oh, uh, Harbinger we, of Change. Meet Orid. We brought you a present. Orid, this is Talos, her given name. You're Orid. That's... Okay, cool. So you took me... And you started all this? And he's like, oh my god. <laughs> it's a lot to take in, no? Kind of makes you want to give us a kickstick, right? I'm going to deck you so <laughs> hard. But first, the last time we spoke, like, you couldn't even talk to her. You were trying to even get her to, like, speak, right? No, we've come so far. Holy yep. shit. Now she can speak. And she has very few helpful things to say. Okay, <laughs> Hi. Hi, Talos. Hi, I'm Urid. You are like an icon to us here. We're, we're the Red Ravens. I'm sorry if that's... Uh, anyway, um, <laughs> so are you going to like fix everything because you're here? Oh, bad news, buddy. Um, I uh, can't do that yet. Soon, though. We sure are be- trying. Oh, yes. Yeah, she pulls her pocket watch out uh, and is kind of like, we're trying to... Make it, make, this is the, uh, everybody make a perception check on the watch. Oh, no. A 10 again. Jesus Christ. 25. 45. 25. thank God. (laughs) Um, you all kind of see it. It's still, like, the watch hands aren't moving. There's nothing particularly special going on with it. Mido, you see that there is red static crackling particularly around it and kind of through the gears. You guys see that? Nope. Uh, Talos looks down and she's like, oh. Oh. Is yeah. it supposed to do that? I, don't think it I mean, do it's that. not supposed to be doing any of the things it's been doing, so. Yeah. yeah. Right. I guess that, I mean, at least that shows that it's reacting to the change in time. Progress. Do you think it likes it? Well, I don't think it has feelings. Okay, I just, just that stage. <laughs> I don't know how this works. I don't either. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, hey. Can we help you with anything? <laughs> uh, and Orid's like, we have so much going on down here. Yes, it looks like it. We can tell. And what? actually, I hate to say this, you guys would be a really big help, actually. Ah, son of a... Okay. It's usually the case. Yes. So do you want to hear... A fill us in. What's going on? So, after you guys did your whole thing with the power plant... Yes, great help. Everything went perfectly as planned. Wonderful. That we were able to um, smuggle in the magic goods that we had to smuggle in for the uh, few healers that work for the Red Ravens kind of across the city. Um, and everything was kind of going smoothly for a while. We were undetected. We were helping a lot of people. We got a few new recruits. But then this past week, Urid and Marcy, or Urid, Tolith and Marcy were uh, collecting a few people who we had sent to some magic, a magic healer in the city, and they were stormed by the Capitol Police. And that healer, Tolith and Marcy, were captured as Tolith and Marcy took the time to make sure that the people who were receiving the help got out safe including her husband unfortunately and he points over to a little picnic table where a few red ravens are sitting with a man who's like 
balding. He's got silver hair. He's got his hands in his face. And he's just like, just like shaking with sobs. And he says, so we, they were able to get those few people to safety, but unfortunately they were captured themselves. And when the Capitol Police looked through the healer's stuff, like she's, she's a young generation in a long line of magical healers. So she had the books and tomes of her entire family including books regarding things to fear as far as magic goes and one of those books was about necromancy so they took that and are using it to charge all of them with necromantic crimes against the state yeah you got to be careful what you write down (laughs) a lot of people don't know about that but you got to really be careful because if you write it down then someone else might be able to access it (laughs) So that happened and they are being, they've been being held in one of the capital prisons and are being transported to the capital tomorrow morning to be executed on live television in front of the nation. What is television? It's like this whole thing where you can kind of like project what's happening in one place to screens all over the world. Ah, so public executions are still big around. That is, uh, they worked for a while, and then this dude brought them back. We so, have a choice. It, yeah, it seems strange. So we are hoping to intercept the transportation and collect them and get them back here and then uproot this whole place and move to somewhere else. Indeed. All right. Well, what is the transportation looking like? So they're going to be... Spread between two armored cars, it sounds like. That's what our intel has told us. They're these big metal chariots Hmm. that run themselves and they're... Magic? No. They're driven by a person and they have mechanical innards. It's hard to explain. I don't know. I'm not a mechanic. Oh, never mind. Hmm. Is it it internal combustion? I don't know about cars to answer that. (laughs) Just say yes. Sure. That's a shame. I invented that one time. <laughs> what? I, I thought it was stupid. I swear out. What? <laughs> Cars could have happened a, a thousand years early? I guess. I didn't think there was a future in it. <laughs> you were like, huh. Huh. This is pretty weird. Cool. Well, this isn't useful. And well, I threw it out. Anyway. <laughs> now that that's over. <laughs> so... He he rolls out this enormous city map. It's really stupid. Really good. I liked it. <laughs> it's very funny. Uh, he rolls out this enormous city map uh, in front of you, and he says, "They are going to be transporting the criminals, Toleth Marcy and the healer Marianne." Um, no, that's not her name. She has a real name. <laughs> I mean, she could have been Marianne meat for mop. all we know. Meat map and meat mop. That's where Meat Mop comes in. <laughs> Connecting the universes. Her name is Maeve. Um, so they're going to be transporting Tolith, Marcy, and Maeve from a police precinct to the Capitol pretty early in the morning tomorrow from what our intel has told us. But split between two cars. Um, and because there is a lot of large construction happening in the city right now, they have to take a kind of strange route, which is an up for us. Uh, and he shows you, if you'll all show, go to your map, he he shows you a map with the route that they have to take marked down. He says, and the reason that this is really helpful to us is because if we're able to get out there ahead of time before them unnoticed, 
we can kind of create a dead spot between the sensors for ourselves. Uh, and then there's the issue that the cars have sensors in them. But if we're taking on the police in the cars, that's kind of a given. So he shows you on the map, uh, he marks the lane where he's thinking. Uh, he circles it uh, in yellow and he says, this little side street right here goes between the back side of a building that only opens around 11 a.m. and the front side of a building that has been abandoned for a long time. So because there's only one sensor in the area, if Ooh. we shut down the sensor on that street, we're in a dead zone. So the rest of the city won't go off if we do the collection there and there's access to the sewers so we can hopefully grab them and get them down into the sewers and get them to safety. So two vehicles. Two vehicles. You really got this worked out. We've been working on it for hours nonstop since since the... I just want to say, like, I feel like you had a pretty good shot at this even if we hadn't blipped into your timeline. It's, you know, great job, man. None of us are practiced magic users is the problem. Oh, right. Uh, That we can do. Now, two vehicles. Yes. How many uh, police? We think there's going to be... Four. Two per car. Two per car. Indeed. There's no... It's not that many. Yeah, it seems low. There's no uh, uh, escort. No. But there's going to be patrolling vehicles out in other parts of the city. Can they communicate with each other? Yes, they have radios. Mm. Kind of like the comms we use. Indeed. How do we stop some radios? Stone and far speech. We have to get the radios off of them. Yeah, they, they hold the radios on their person, and then each car has a radio inside it as well. Could we... I'm sorry, I'm trying to think of how we stop... Them from communicating with so each other. so fast to say, yeah. and then he, like, it, it can happen in an inst- How big is the Wand of Silence? <gasps> uh, 20-foot radius, I think. Oh, that's Let me see. Hold on, okay. I, I have that. I, I think you're right. What do you mean, in terms of squares? Yeah, beginning to end of that street. A little over 150 feet, I think. I have spike growth is 150 foot range so i can like spike one part of the street and then spike the other side of the street so like they can't escape but yeah my fear is that they will be able to call right everybody else to he's their talking about yeah shutting down the radios so that once oh, they okay. see the group they can't do anything about it that makes sense so we can shut down that particular sensor by either cutting the wires it connects to or shocking it somehow, like overloading its system. And I think the same could probably be said about the cars, but I'm not sure how that would affect the people in them. Mm. Like if we were to electrify the cars to short the radios, yes. would it hurt Tolith, Marcy, and Maeve? Well, what time? Uh, he said morning. We want to try to get out there around four because I think the transport's going to be happening around five. Very good. How many... Police officers, they think we'll be in that section? Four. four. We think there'll be four in the cars. This is not the sort of thing that people line the streets to watch, is it? You know, there have only been about a dozen executions since the public servant took power. And unfortunately, with each one, more people kind of tune in. So in like the bigger, in the bigger like squares where there's a lot of screens screens yeah. to look on people will gather and things like that but this is not one of those areas very good i could cash banishment on two of them ah oh this is true 
And then we only have to worry about the two of them. Until those other two come back, though, right? Yes. If they come back. I doubt they're extraplanar beings. So what is, is walk me through it if we weren't here? If you weren't here, we were going to... Well, not me. I'm still a were-rat, so... I, oh. uh, I have something for that. And I pull out the spell that Morgan wrote down for me. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Thanks. I'll, tr- I'll try to learn this next time I, uh, I get a chance. Okay, next time he levels up. Okay, I'm like, well, if you're about to level up, here you go. Here's this. Uh... Okay. <laughs> uh, yeah. Meta, meta, meta. Uh, thank you. Meta, I'll, meta, meta, meta. I'll try to learn this when I get a chance. Um, so we were going to go cut the lines or try to overcharge the system of the sensor on that street um, and shut down that. And then we were going to kind of post up uh, either on the roofs or behind the buildings uh, and attack the cars. But we were still trying to find this exact thing, Mm. figure out a way to get the police out of their cars and get them from contacting other police on the radio. Ah, when we first arrived, uh, it was a fairly, uh, I don't want to make up shit. It was like a fairly normal city street, right? Yeah, no, you were just like in like a neighborhood. Cool. Just like a shitty. When From we... what you've gathered, this whole place is it's kind just of... kind of shitty. Yeah. Okay. Except for the capital area. When we first arrived, there were two seemingly drunk or intoxicated people wandering the streets. What if uh, to pause the convoy and win us some time, somebody uh, pret- uh, pretends to be a drunkard in the middle of the street? Oh, I can. D- I'm. I'm good at that. It would stop and the convoy. Can... The only reason I'm worried about that is the police are armed and trigger happy. I cannot oh, be killed. Guns. Yes. Can't wait to do D&D with guns. Shit. I um, can uh, I can deflect missiles. I have many questions that I guess we won't know the answers to until they start shooting at us. So I can also use tipsy sway, which is like that's just made for this mission. I can. I, love it. I have a lot of drunk themed skills. How big is the area of effect on um, what is it? The thorns, the spike growth. Spike yeah. growth. Uh, it's twenty feet, and I have like one hundred and fifty. I mean, if they're on it, if it's like a two car convoy, they're probably within within twenty feet of each other. A uh, car is about uh three blocks long and two blocks wide. And oh, a block on the map. is five feet. Mm-hmm. And I'm saying if they're like one after the together, other, they're probably 10 feet apart. Mm-hmm. So you can catch the back of one and the front of the other. True. Mm-hmm. Pin them there. Mm-hmm. That stops. And that's startling enough that I think it buys us like some enough shock time factor. to try and grab the radio. Yeah. But we would need to move in rapid succession. Like as their cars but, are getting caught, yes. we're apprehending the radios. or And activating the wand of silence between the two cars, right? Because then they can't radio if they can't that's make any point. noise. Do you have guns? <laughs> we don't. <laughs> you have oh, n- come on. They're very It's fantasy New York. Everybody has a gun. <laughs> Actually, gun laws are very, very strict here. You have to have a very clean mental record and a uh, criminal record, and you have to be of a certain age, and it takes months for a permit to go through if it goes through at all. That Indeed. sounds like a really good idea. Yeah, I think so, too. <laughs> it's actually shame it was implemented by an authoritarian regime. It's actually, yeah. It's, the, it's kind of the one good thing about what's going on these days. All right, we can... We can respect that. And in this case, it's actually not a good thing because we can't <laughs> get any fire. It's actually pretty bad. Damn it, are we anti-gun? 
oh no wait i'm the populace <laughs> the, have you seen the always sunny episode no i need to watch that show i do too so talos kind of pipes up as, as you're all kind of thinking this over and she says if two of you if one of you can cast the wand of silence on one car and i can get a view of the officers in the other car i can cast hold person on them so they can't touch their radios. Perfect. Excellent. And then someone else can go in and either take their radios or do something else. I'll give them away. Indeed. Okay. I will say this now. It's a question, so I guess I will ask this now. Is this a force that we will be doing lethal force? Do is this a? Yeah, do you the want other, to is kill it a, those guys? Those four officers must <laughs> die. Totally kill them. The other option is our people die for a crime they didn't commit. I'm saying so, if yeah. so, like, hold person, they're held. Like, dunk, dunk. Might as well. If you can get in. Yeah. Very good. If you can get it in and kill them. Yeah. Very good. Okay. So, yeah, I'll just get into a position where I can see them. Wish you had thought that hard about the bullywugs. Ah, uh, they were fucking frogs. <laughs> they were incels. I eat their legs for breakfast. <laughs> <laughs> so, the other problem will be they will have magical manacles on their hands. So they won't they won't be able to cast magic or really do much of anything because they'll be handcuffed yes. uh, at their ankles and their wrists. So we'll need someone who can break those off uh, in order for Tolith, Marcy, and Maeve to have a chance to help and escape. Do you uh, do you know how to do that? Do you have people who are capable of that? I mean, how do you break them? I mean, I think they usually just have a key. One of the officers may have a key on them, or we can just sort of try to smash them off with like a like a hammer or something. Like Basically, what I'm off saying the is officers is probably the easiest yeah. thing. They ha- the manacles themselves will have an AC, and if you can hit oh, that AC and do enough damage, I understand. You'll cool. be able to break them off. All right, fair, um, fair enough. So, what time is it now? Uh, it was morning, so it's probably around like ten. Now that you've kind of okay. like gotten the, through the whole spiel, so this this feels like we have a fairly uh, competent plan, no? Yeah, I I I feel like it. Yeah, so do you guys want to run through it like piece by piece one more time so that we know exactly the order of operations things will happen? Yeah. Yes. In Mido's head, the me music starts playing. <laughs> Where are the uh, places that we can hide in this route so that they will not see us until the spike cross has happened? He shows you. A Google Earth image, basically. A Smoogle Earth. Yeah, kind of similar to what he did with the, um, whatchamacallit. So he kind of shows you a, a top-down... Oh, sucks. Yeah. He kind of shows you like a top-down photo of the exact street you're looking at. So if you all want to go to Roll20. Yes. Oh. Oh. Are those, uh, do those arrows indicate uh, traffic moves only one direction? Yep, it's a one-way street. What is the uh, chance that... Uh, a non-police vehicle shows up. Zero. Very good. Oh, is the route like locked down? Uh, that's the assumption. Okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Cool. So, so yeah, he the shows blue you. Blue thing is the magic, magic sensor thing. The, the yeah, there's a blue. Oh, there's a blue it. tower down at the uh, bottom part, uh, like the southern end of the street, um, and that we can either cut the wires to or overcharge. There's two main egresses to the sewers there's two manholes on this street particularly so we can use one or the other or both 
and we can give ourselves access to the roofs of these buildings or the things around them. Badass. You happen to have any explosives? I do. I have thunder. <laughs> Wave. I don't. I am wondering. Oh, Billy, I meant to tell you, with your level up. Yes. You can make smoke bombs. Sexy. So you can only roll enough bombs to fill your bag. So you'll get a D4 for smoke bombs. Cool. And then a D8 to fill the rest of your bag with your regular bombs. Um, Consider an explosion Mm -hmm. on the other end of the city that draws police attention. Mm -hmm. A fairly substantial uh, explosion Mm -hmm. at the exact moment that we ambush the uh, uh, convoy. For what purpose? To like draw police attention. Because if there, I feel like if there is a few more, yeah, have maybe some other red before, ravens go over. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, as a diversion. Yeah, I think in like a... the ex- the opposite end of the yeah, city. Yeah, and that might um that might back up the uh, the radios as well. So that might help us in kind of like apprehending them before they can get to their radios when they see us. The only thing I'm worried about is if we do that too early, they might call off the transport entirely, and we'll lose our chance. Oh no, no, no. I mean like. At as the this, same moment. as these yeah. cars turn onto this street, okay, there is an explosion elsewhere in the city. That's a great idea. Yeah, uh, Billy can pro- like, can you hand off some of your I bombs? I can hand to off some bombs to some red ravens. Okay, Sick. something. I only ask that they blow up something that is profile. bad for the environment. Okay, I'm, I'm pretty sure it's they'd all love to bad do that. for the environment. No, no, this stuff is great. Yeah. So, but specifically, if it can be something that hurts the environment, I would like that to be blown up. Yeah. No, I think that's a great idea. We can we can absolutely set that up. I'll have I'll have another team uh, kind of map that out, and then I can I can use my calm to you know stay in touch with them so that we can time it perfectly. Perfect. Mm, okay. Very good. So first things first, they set out, they get in place and let us know. We get in place, we shut down the sensor, uh, and then we find our places, and the cars come through. Billy casts spike growth. Catches them. Catches them. Catches car one, catches car two. Isla uses the Wand of Silence. The only problem with the Wand of Silence, though, is... I'm saying this out of character. You have to be holding it. So you have to be within 20 feet. Okay. So you're going to have to find a way to do that. I can hold it as I cast Spike Growth, can I? Yes, but you don't have to be close to cast Spike Growth. You can be out of the way. But I can be. Okay, we now have to time this very precisely, which I don't think is that much of an issue. It's just a matter of casting the spell at a certain time. Mm -hmm. If Isla is under one of those manholes. Yeah. And hidden below ground. That would do it, I think. Okay. Okay. Or if somebody who... Oh, right in between them. Yeah, The only problem is being able to get Isla out of the way or out of the manhole afterward. Well, I guess she well, could run to the right? other one. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's a so that's system. a great idea. So Excellent. the goal will be to stop them at the first manhole towards the southern end of the street. Very good. Isla will be beneath the the further back car. She'll cast sil- the Wand of Silence after Billy is able to ensnare them. And Talos will run out and cast Hold Person on the other two police. You and I, JP and I, will run out and release Tolith, Marcy, and Maeve, and we'll unshackle them and get them out of the way. And Mido, you'll hold point in case a police gets un- unruly. Yeah. Hell yeah. All right? Very Sound good. like a plan? Indeed. I am How... so glad you guys are here. <laughs> yeah, me too. Damn. Glad to be back. 
how far in advance can we shut off that sensor before somebody notices? I think we should do it within the hour so that nobody notices. Because, well, I'm saying, yeah, so that, okay. Yeah, because cool. it'll, it'll, it'll send uh, an error message back to uh, the Capitol and they'll get that message in order to send a technician out to it. And we don't want them to get that message too far in advance of our attack yeah, so they exactly. don't send anyone out to it. But it's, we have like, yeah, a, a, under an hour. Some leeway. kind of window, okay, yeah. Cool. Um, so he says, I'm very, very glad you're all back. And I am so grateful that each time you've been here, you've been willing to do something like this with us. I need to, we all need to be in complete disguise for this. So I'm going to give you guys full Red Raven's garb. Yeah. Uh, and he you think that is a disguise? It, it's your, it's, it, it, it's it, like a marker that says, I'm the bad guy. Right, but it, it, it masks your true identity and it makes us all as one so they can't pin it on any one raven. It's and also, but they can get you on a RICO charge. Go to law school. <laughs> <laughs> it's a branding thing. But it'll it's also. Branding. <laughs> <laughs> that was my favorite. <laughs> Marguerite would have known that. that. Marguerite, Marguerite, charge. Go Marguerite to told her that. Marguerite would have known that. <laughs> Marguerite did tell you. <laughs> <laughs> um. Out of nowhere. She didn't ask. <laughs> yeah. You ever hear a Rico? Yeah. Is that what the name of this episode is called? Yeah, so we yeah. go charge. Go to law school. Go to law school. Go to law That's school. That's it. It's go to law school. Go to law school. Um, but Taylor's Taylor's pipes up and she says, But that it'll make it a lot harder for them to know what the fuck I am. Mm. Is true? I'll blend in with that. True. Fair enough. So cool. I'll be on the roof. I feel cool, like I should cool. be on the roof. Do you want to be on the roof, Mino? I could get up there. I can run up vertical walls now. Uh, yeah, Tolith, uh, not Tolith, Urid uh, dons you all with the Red Raven's cloaks, which are kind of like a cheap mockery of Talos's, uh, and you all get one of those like leather um, red beak masks with the goggles on the front. Badass. And, uh, Orgy mask. Sure. And you all spend Plague the rest mask. of the night kind of like <laughs> prepping with well. them. Um, <laughs> <laughs> you at one point learned the husband, um, you at one point learned the the healer's hus- Maeve's husband's name is Goliard, and he's just sort of there. He's pretty useless. He's like an accountant or something. Yeah. Um, so the Red Ravens are are keeping track of him, and as the night goes on, you see them more and more, kind of like packing their shit up in case this ends in a in a scenario where they have to make a move on it. Yeah. So. Well, either way, they're gonna bail, right? So makes sense. Or it kind of lets you in that like. The hope is that they don't have to, oh. but the goal is to find somewhere else. They just haven't scouted that somewhere else yet. Uh, I, my advice is uh, move camp. Yeah, yeah. I, we're, we're working on it. We're trying to find somewhere else. So, Do you have any new, cool, futuristic weapons for us? Like this bow staff? You can raid the uh, the the storage shed if you want, but I don't know how much better stuff we're going to have for you, to be completely honest. Going shopping. Hey, it's your DM, Jamie. Thank you so much for tuning into this episode of Attempted Adventure. I hope you liked it. As always, if you are liking what you're hearing, please go ahead and subscribe to us wherever it is you get your favorite podcasts, and make sure to leave us a rating and review. It would be an enormous help, and we would super appreciate it. If you are not already following us on Twitter and Instagram, we are at AAdventureCast, and we always make sure to give you a trailer for the new episode and keep you updated on things to come. So go ahead and give us a follow there, and if you're going to post anything about the show, make sure to use the hashtag AttemptedAdventureCast, as well as tagging us so we can see it. 
I am so excited for you to continue hearing more episodes of Attempted Adventure and Woven, and as always, friends, I will catch you in the next one.